the Rap Chat Podcast. I'm Jay Powell. Be sure to like and subscribe on the podcast application of your choice for the Rap Chat Podcast. Follow the Instagram. Be sure to follow the artists that are on the show as well as we have these cool conversations. And today is an interesting one at that. We talk about how some artists utilize the spiritual world to make their songs and also being an artist and managing relationships at the same time might be relatable for some of you so be sure to tune in and uh right now so hope you enjoy the show there's some truth to it tales, but there's also i think a whole lot of bullshit to it too i just think there's some there's just weirdos in there it doesn't necessarily mean they're devil worshippers, but they're well, it's definitely. Like, well, what is that big ass owl that they're worshiping? Then? I don't know. They're, you tell me. They're all fucking <laughs> shit. Well, it's like it's like it's like Charles Manson wrote a lot of the Beatles hits. You know, a lot of that shit Charles Manson wrote. I was like, yeah, and if you play, yeah, and if you play like that backwards and all that devil shit. Yeah. Was it Charles Manson down with the Beach Boys? I think he wrote stuff for them too. Dude, Charles Manson. Them and the Beatles. He was a busy guy too, show business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. Wasn't Charles, wasn't... <laughs> he was writing shit like I'm Ray Kelly's nigga. Oh man. <laughs> I will say that songs like uh, Devils and all that shit is fucking weird, though, when you listen to them. It's just mm-hmm. weird when he's talking about, like, broken circles. And, I mean, DMX DMX was the same way, too, sometimes. Yeah, he had the song Damien, right? Yeah. I mean, it, there's a lot of artists that have songs that are have Mason or Illuminati references. We all know that shit. But I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. If, I can't say for sure because we don't fucking hang out with these people. Yeah, there's a couple. I of, mean, Prodigy, there's a couple. When he died. He was working on a Doctor Seventy documentary. You told me. Yeah, there's a few artists I know that some of them they kind of tap into some weird nonsense. You know, where yeah. like, I was like, oh, like I'm gonna do before I used to rap. I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Like, like, y'all, y'all direct depositing young way too much. <laughs> Right, that shit is crazy. <laughs> Whose concert was that last year that that he, they went into like a devil trance or something and someone in the crowd died or something? Was it Travis Scott or some shit like what? that? Oh, what? suppose. Oh yeah, supposedly <laughs> in the crowd. Yeah, the crowd. Yeah, song. that yeah. was weird, yo. I, there that was, was some like was it Travis Scott? It was Travis Scott. Okay, yeah. Travis Scott, dude, skills. Go look this up, dude. It's trippy. Go look up Travis Scott. Someone dies at concert during like satanic ritual or some shit like he supposedly was performing no, it, a satanic hey, bro, ritual on stage and someone <laughs> died i don't know i'll take your word for it bro i don't i don't need to watch certain shit i don't even let certain people touch my hands you feel me yeah no like, it's, like it's fucking weird be walking around it's with the green weird. cards and shit not even talking immigration you feel me maybe walking around with the cards and shit like that maybe like oh let me read your palm fuck no feel me i know <laughs> i know what can happen bro and just yeah, nigga can touch you the wrong way, pussy show. <laughs> one of my one of my favorite oh, bands. The oh, go ahead. What are you saying? I don't know. He froze. I was gonna say one of my favorite bands, the Mars Volta. The guitarist 
uh, on one of the albums, uh, as they were working on an album for the singer, his birthday, uh, the, the, the guitarist, he was in Jerusalem and he bought an authentic Ouija board and gave it to the singer as a gift. But it was merely like, it was supposed to be merely just like, this is like an authentic Ouija board, but he didn't know that the singer was going to use it to write lyrics for the songs. And oh, that's crazy. once he did that, a bunch of crazy shit started. You got happening. a literal ghostwriter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like this, like I guess there are like there are like voices through like the through like the audio tracks and like the studio was flooded randomly. Like they went through like seven engineers or something crazy because they're like this is too fucking freaky. Like there's weird, unexplainable voices and shit through. Uh, yeah, I would through the recordings. I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> so, so Trey Trey works at. Right. So, and, and this lady who came by at the end of the night, she was trying to get some condoms, right? This old, older Haitian lady, right? Her husband had died earlier this year, right? So she goes, it's in everything before she got in the store, the store was fully lit, all that shit, right? Yo, she goes and gets the condom box, bro. When she goes up to, um, so Cash is another rapper that we that we work with, and they both work at the same store. She went up to his register to try to buy these condoms. All of a sudden, the system shut down, and, and they couldn't use um, the register, right? So they're like, what's going on? She's like, oh, that's probably my husband. Bro, as soon and who's dead? As soon as she leaves, the shit comes back on. <laughs> that's crazy. Homie's mad controlling what even in the afterlife, about? huh? <laughs> He's like, yo, That's I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck one way or another without these condoms. <laughs> <laughs> you can turn down all the electricity you want, feel me. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. That's crazy that she knew, like, oh, it's probably my husband, like <laughs> Yo, like I told y'all, bro, Caribbean people, yo, especially like primarily Haitians, but Caribbean people, period, have heightened, a lot of us, have heightened sense and spiritual ability, shit like that. We all do. We all, yeah, we all have, the, like, telekinesis. With the Haitians, it's another level, man. man. Yeah, people, people are. But some people are, man. That's why I think, like, mediums and, like, the Europeans out of fortune tellers, those people got some heightened senses. It's crazy. No, I, I definitely think that, 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 like, that crystal bullshit, I don't believe in none of that shit. But as far as, like, the Haitians and them go, like, try and tell you, like. I definitely think we all have, like, a special ability. Everybody has their own special ability. We all have our own special abilities, but we all share abilities, too. Like I said, like, our psychic abilities, our intuition. Like, when we know something's coming and we know it or we think or we're thinking about someone and they call us, like, like, those, those abilities aren't, like, it, it, it's the whole idea, like I say, of unlearning and relearning shit. So, like, unlearning, you're remembering shit. So, like, deja vu kind of mindset is the way that I think is, like, as yeah. I'm remembering, like, I'm remembering my information that I knew had been there all along, and I'm slowly just remembering, remembering things. It's almost as if I've already been here before. So... Yeah. I feel that. That's that's some real shit. Yeah, what yeah, I mean women intuition, that's I mean, you know, that's some of the most powerful stuff. Oh yeah. It's real, you know. It's real. 
Yeah. People have to cheat a whole new way now. <laughs> Where's the VPN for this shit? <laughs> is there a VPN, there a VPN to block that? <laughs> Yo, do you think that like we're all males? So I can ask this question, and it'd be like from our perspective only. So this is not from everyone's perspective. This is from the male perspective. Disclaimer. But do you think every man thinks about getting cheated on? When he's in a relationship? No, hell no. Why? No, 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 no. Maybe subconsciously. No. I mean, I'm going to say that, but I, I mean, I, I don't think so. Can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you now. I said the ones that think about it the most are the most insecure ones. I mean, it's well, all, th- that's that's almost all of them, though. Bro. No, I'm kidding. Totally insecure then, because like I feel like younger me didn't think that way, but as I get older, the ideas are are the imagination is is, is more vast in a sense, because when you think about like how climate changes as you as you age, that's the prime time when you can get cheated on like the older you get your young relationship like if you get into a relationship with a girl and y'all young and you grow together she's less likely to leave and if she does leave you know it's because you guys grew apart but like in, in a typical situation as you get older if, if someone if, if like that that partner doesn't reach that level of happiness within themselves at some point in your in your relationship, like in their individual life, some elements can make them prone to cheat in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Because like, I'll give you an example. Say you're dating a chick for like 10 years, but you guys met at like 25. You guys met at like 25. You guys date for like 10 years. And at 10 years time, you don't really become successful and she doesn't really plateau at it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you guys are just, like, you know, making ends meet type of thing. You guys go to a restaurant, you know, regular night. But some random dude that really has it together, you know, uh, sneak Sly Mac. Sly Mac, get chick. You know what I'm saying? Not do it in your face, but just, like, plant that seed. Next thing you know, you know, you got that scenario going it's like, she already knows what she's going to get from you. Ten years in, you ain't doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? Nine times out of ten, you're not going to be doing nothing. So it's like, for me, the reason I brought that up is like, personally, I think about the fact that, like, I put myself on a time clock. Like, I don't look at everything as, like, I have to be successful by a certain standard outside outside of the fact that, like, I got to be taking care of shit. I got to be, like, like if that got to be solid. Me taking care of shit got to be solid within that 10-year span. At that point, if, if you decide to leave me at that point, then that's your loss. But, like, I look at it as if you kind of have a, a leeway to leave. Like, you have a right to leave, in a sense, if I don't give you any type of, like, you know, progress in 10 years. But I was wondering if, like, every man thinks like that. The only quote that comes to mind when you just said that was, um, if it comes, let it. If it leaves, let it. 
It's an old Buddhist thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that that's such a, like, I mean, I, I totally understand what you're saying. And I think that when people meet each other at certain points in their lives, like, they might be ready, they might be ready for a relationship. They might think they might be ready for a relationship. I mean, every 25-year-old isn't the same mentally. We all know that. I mean, as the brain continues to develop and learn more and all that, I mean, I think that all that all plays a part, too. I mean, I met I met my wife when I was in my late 30s, like mid to late 30s, you know, and, she, you know, she's, she's uh, four years younger than me, and I'm 40. So I, I think that, like, where I was at in my life, where she was at in her life, was very much like, you know, we're – where where we were past all that, like as far as like thinking, if I'm going to get in a relationship, is this person going to be loyal, faithful, honest, endearing, all that shit? Like, I feel like I'm not saying just saying that for married couples. I mean, because I know uh, um, there's not that many other people in this chat that are married, so I can only speak for myself. But I think that like I'm rounding my second year of marriage, and I can tell you right now that there has there's never been a point in my marriage or our entire relationship where I've even for a split second thought that she has either thought about cheating on me or she's presently thinking about cheating on me and I think that I think that that you can touch on a really good point saying success success and happiness I think that those two go hand in hand as far as success in your mind what you think success is but dude marriage is not Marriage is not too complicated, if you ask me. It's it's a lot about finding the happiness within yourself before you even get into a relationship, which I think is another good point. I think personal happiness, like with all this, like Jerry Maguire, like oh you complete me and all that. I don't fucking believe any of that, dude. You have to be complete yourself before you even enter in a serious relationship. Because if you're broken, or you're not whole, or you feel like oh I need someone to make me whole, that's a lot of fucking. I mean, I've been, what is, what, uh, uh, what is, oh, go ahead. What do you feel about like we're all artists? So, have you guys encountered that um, balance of power in a sense where, or no, not not balance of power, like more so balance of time, where it's like for me, I like to be a recluse when I'm creating, so I'll spend a lot of time by myself, and all the dynamics of a relationship, you got to take into account, you know, a part of, a part of a, a solid relationship is quality time. So like, if you're real with yourself and understand like, okay, as a artist, there is a sacrifice there. There's a compromise. There's a part, there's a permanent compromise though. That's not, that's not something that's going to change. You know what I'm saying? Unless I retire or, you know, I, you know, really throw in a towel, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, when you meet a person, I feel like every woman I've met, they understood it at first, but then they had to grow to really understand it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, at first, it just looks like you go into the studio and you're rapping. And it's like, oh, okay. Then, like, 
then they don't understand that, oh, you didn't come eat breakfast this morning because you were writing? Yep. Oh, you didn't answer my phone call because you were in the middle of a verse? Mm-hmm. Like, th- that type of... So, I mean, like, have you guys encountered that as artists, in a re- you know, being in a relationship, having those moments? Hey, pal, you want to answer that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've uh, it'll be five years married for me. Um, so, and I'm... Congrats, bro. Oh, thank you. And 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 uh, absolutely, there's been like, there's been a level of where we've had to understand each other and like and like and and then her understand like me as an artist because like I like having time to myself too, recording, you know, and whatnot. And I think it took a while for her because the men that she knew, even like uh, family members, they didn't have creative outlets. Like they literally worked and went and went home and worked again like there wasn't a you know it wasn't like oh no let, let's i, I want to you know i want to go sailing or i want to go paint or i want like, to like no like you fucking work you come home but you know and my wife she's she's half black half uh, uh, uh latina so like you know there's just different different cultures amongst like just like what the idea of working man is um but yeah, she had to, she had to you know have an understanding of like how i am as an artist as far as just like yo like this isn't like, this isn't like a little hobby thing that I like to do every now and again. It's like it's literally a part of me, you know what I mean? So yeah. I think it took a while for her to understand that, and then then on my side, there has to be a level of compromise because you are right, and that's that's part of the reason why I like the movie Whiplash so much because like, there's a point of contention where, even though this girl's like super nice and she didn't do anything wrong, he like breaks it up because he wants to be the best musician that he wants to be, but. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and obviously he took that specific route. You know, the other route would be, you know, well, I'll just I'll just play and I'll do what I can and, and try to be happy with what I can. But no, he took like the, the crazy, like egregious route. Um, but yeah, uh, I, for me, like I try to fit it in pockets. So if she's working because she works, if she's working, that's where I'm sp- giving my verses to D skills. That's where I'm working on my album. You know, like that's where I'm doing all this stuff. But when she's home, like the shit's turned off, you know, and like I give her that time and, um, and even just like letting her know, know like, Oh, like this day I'm going to be doing this, but there's gotta be a, there's gotta be a balance where it's like, okay, like I have to, you know, I got to put some shit on the back burner and, and, you know, and give her the time that she, that's needed, you know? So yeah, it's absolutely, I, I resonate with everything you're saying. <laughs> Dude, it's funny because I'm about I'm I'm literally about to hop off here in a second because I just pulled up uh, I just pulled home. So I um, it's funny I'm looking at my wife and my son right now banging on the door waiting for me to come in. It's funny because <laughs> it's, such, it's such a balance that you have to like because my wife does her creative outlet is photography, so she does professional photography. So. She shares the studio with me, so she's an artist too. So it's like we we are coming to a very good point as far as where the balance is. It's just what, what Jay Powell said is that it, I feel the sentiment so much because it's like she knows that when I come home, we have we have our quality time, we have our our family time, you know, like just hanging out. Before we put our son down, like yada yada, then we like then we hang out and we do dinner. Yeah, like the quality time is there, but she knows that when she gets tired and she's going upstairs. That I mean, it's earlier now that she's you know pregnant, but it, it's you know it's one of those things where she'll go to sleep at like nine nine thirty, 
and if I'm not talking to you guys as of recently, like I'm I'm downstairs from the time she goes to bed. I'm down there until I I get tired. So sometimes I'll be down there from nine thirty to twelve thirty one two whatever. Sometimes yeah. it's only 10, 30, 11, and then I'll go to bed. But the point being that there has to be balance, and the balance needs to be understood. It's like, like I'm not just going to be, like, hanging out with her and then all of a sudden just, like, go downstairs for an hour and make a beat. Like, right. that, that would obviously be very rude and very inconsiderate. Like, what are you doing? Like, I know you want to make music, but spend time with me. Like, so we're – I don't know exactly where you are, pal, with your, like, as far as, you know, about the, your balance goes, but, like, I think that that's, in my opinion, key. Like, just, just talk about it and find a balance and say, you know what, like, between this, I mean, it sounds kind of dumb, but it's like, you know, set a schedule. Like, start saying, okay, okay you know what, from this time to this time, like, I will be, in the, I will be downstairs. I will be doing some form of, of music to some degree. You know that. So now it's understood. So it's not yeah. like she, so she can't really get mad at me. I can't get mad at her when she wants to go downstairs and edit photos and, and do her thing because right. I'm not going to deny her that. She's not going to den- deny me of my passion. So right. uh, great question. I think that, that, that relationships as an artist, it can be fucking hard sometimes, man. It, it can, really bro. <laughs> like, it's like, won't. fuck it. I'll just do all this myself. <laughs> I'm going to burn what I have because, God damn it. <laughs> you want to be down in the basement. You want to be making music so bad sometimes. But then other times you're like, you can hear, you can feel the, like, pull of your, of your partner. Yeah. You want, it's not like you don't want to spend time with them. It's just that, dude, Dylan said it best, man. He's like... I can't get into relationships because music's my first love. Like, yeah. And it's hard for people to understand yeah. that. Seriously. Without, seriously. It is, man. It's hard to understand. I was about to ask that question. Like, how long have you guys been doing music? How long have you been doing music? Yet? Hold up, dude. Hold that thought because I got to come back in this conversation. In a little <laughs> well, we'll definitely, re- we'll definitely revisit it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, I've been doing music since uh, I want to say, I want to say probably, fuck, maybe 2010, 2010. Cause okay. like, cause after high school, uh, 2007, I started learning guitar, you know, and, and everything. So around that, like, I was, you know, playing music with my friends who were also like learning instruments or whatever. So like, yeah, probably probably around 2010 is when I started actually working on music, you know, and, and falling into these rabbit holes and like knowing what I like and shit. So yeah, probably probably then. And how many relationships do you think you've been in since that time? Uh, uh I haven't been in it, it's funny. I haven't been in that that much, that many. Um I had an ex before yeah, like, like serious potential. ones I've had like an it was like one X and then like the other ones are just like whatever's, you know. Um no no disrespect to them, but it's like a couple of like flings, no, I guess. I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> a couple chicken boxes, no. <laughs> uh, anytime did you feel like you had to cut them off because music came first? Any of the um, with that? Maybe not cut them off, but they knew that 
they knew that that was my first gravitating thing. You know, like even my wife knows now that like, she's like, I know, I know I'm like, you're like, I know like in theory I come second because you met music first before me, you know? Like, I'm just like, yeah, but you gotta say it like that. <laughs> you know, but, but yeah, like, yeah, I, but I haven't had to cut anyone off in particular because of music, but I have had to express like, the the music that I work on and like why like certain things like why they're important to me not because she asked but because I want to express it because um, I've made some you know I've I've made like the last few projects this one that I came out with and then like transitions two was fun uh, but the one before that that was like I am a man that was very very personal like expressing that you know like those were ones that like I really wanted to actually well, fuck it all of them I've had to literally like explain like the time frames and like the scheduling like bright and visual saying and like what it means you know and then when they see the end result they're like oh wow you know what i mean like it's kind of funny where it's like you kind of have to show and prove in a sense um Definitely. but i think but if I they're, the if they're i think if they're to me man i think if they're worth like if if you have someone who's they understand that to a degree or they're willing to learn and understand that and not to jump to conclusions and stuff like that like i think it's absolutely worth like kind of going through the the battle in a sense because i know and and i agree with i agree with brian on like once he's home it's like that meme with the guy with the yellow shirt who's like doing this in front of the tree (laughs) it's like now i'm gonna go record you know like yeah that happens to me a lot you know what i'm saying so um yeah i think those are like i guess oh go ahead i feel like i guess sporadic uh, spurts of like inspiration where like mm. it could be random one thirty in the morning three in the morning those time frames usually i'll get that random like let me write a verse real quick yeah and i feel like it's weird because i'll get into a zone where the sun will come up and i'm still sitting there writing verses and i didn't wrote like six songs seven songs mm. but it's like you'll come out of that zone and you'll feel like like i okay so i'm a big anime guy and like growing up even when I first started music, I always approached it with that type of ideology. Like I'm training. Every time I'm writing a verse, I'm training. Every time I'm recording, I'm you know I'm I'm basically uh, that's a battle in a sense. Like that's a, a that's a, a fight in a sense. And it's like I've always felt like because I took that mind frame, like I would, I was the type of kid, like when Kanye said he stayed in the, in the house for how many summers, like three or four summers, some shit like oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. Five beats for three summers or something like that. Whatever it was. Yeah. 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 Like I really I like, beat today, felt like, oh, yeah. I felt like, oh, okay. Then Kanye saying that's what I need to be doing too. And at a point, like, I feel like as an artist, I've, as I aged, I've lived through different um, eras of myself in a sense where like when I was younger, I was, very aggressively going after the music. As I've aged, I've gotten more meticulous and more like strategic in, in, in things I'm doing. But like back then, it was more of a, okay, I'm gonna be in the studio all day for the whole summer and I'm making songs all day. Don't call me if you're not making a song. And I literally lived that type of life to the point where I felt like I raised my power level to a point where anytime I'm ready to get in the booth, I can execute. Now it just has to be like, it's like as you get older, you you encounter these different battles of like, 
life brings adversities against you that are like internal. And you'll realize like, man, I spent a lot of time with this internal struggle that like took me away from my craft. Like I've dealt, I'm dealing with that a lot now where it's like, man, I, I, I'm not depressed, but like for some reason I'm not ready to execute. Like it's almost like I'm in this state of like calm. Like I'm waiting for something. And it's like, as I'm waiting, I'm constantly working on my craft, keeping it sharp. But I'm, but it's like, there's this eerie, but also comforting uh, kind of like, it almost feels like something's good right around the corner almost, that type of feeling. So it's like, I'm ready to record a lot of re records and put out music, but at the same time, I'm not rushing myself. Old me used to want to put out every verse I, re I wrote, hmm. but now I have like so many verses just sitting around for whatever. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, I'm continuing to build on those things. But as an artist, it took a special situation relationship wise for me to still be able to do it that way. It's yeah. like the, 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 the woman I'm with now, she's like, she's her own person and she's a movie buff. So like, she'll go and watch like the whole Netflix <laughs> before she bothers. Me. Yeah. My wife's like that too. Yeah. And it's like, I appreciate that because it's a nice contrast from being in this, like, I appreciate movies so much because I think I, I have this uh, subconscious bond with the idea of visualizing something as you're creating. Because like, I know movies come out of thin air. Like you, you, know, you have the idea, but it's kind of coming out of thin air. Just like a song, you might hear that beat, but those words are you. And it's like going into that world and then coming out of it. Like you ever really take that in? Like when you're in that zone and you're like, yo, I'm 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 killing this fucking song right here. And then like real life happens and you kinda have to come out of that space mentally. And it almost feels like you like 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 you Can you guys hear that dog? Uh yeah. 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 Not loudly, but yeah. <laughs> I'm glad it's not as loud as it is here. But like you, you get to this point where it's like you come out of that zone and mentally you're like, wow, that place is like a playground to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I want to go back there. Yeah. Because this world is, it's. I hate to sound like I don't want to go super left, but fuck it. Like we live in a very crazy time where like you want to feel good, bro. Like yeah. it's so much crap going on, and it's like man. If you find something that makes you feel good, it's like a blessing. Yeah. Especially if it's not like actual like a drug or something. Like I smoke right. weed, but when I'm writing, that's a different feeling, bro. That's not right. that's not love that's not like a drug. It's like it feels like everything makes sense when I'm doing that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's like, ever since I was a kid, I was always in the literature. My mom was very heavy into like making sure that I read a lot. And I remember reading this series called The Magic Treehouse. And it like, it was like each, each book was like 
super exaggerated, like mag the Magic Tree House uh, in Dinosaur Land, or like mag Magic Tree House in some type of Knight's Castle. It just was like very uh, playful and imagination. Yeah. And I remember like when I would read those books, uh, I, I get that same feeling when I'm writing a song. Mm. It's like this, there's an innocence about expressing yourself through song. Yeah. That's like real, real human. It's like, yeah. we don't do enough, like, I don't know about you guys, but I don't do enough uh, human things anymore because everything's so techno, you know, technology based now. Yeah. So like when I'm writing, that feels like me being a human, you know, because you don't need too much to write outside of a pen and a pad. Yeah. Like if you want to get down to the, to the nitty gritty like that. And even if I'm just writing on my laptop, I still feel like I'm getting that same feeling of like, it's intimate and it's me. I'm expressing me. And it's amazing that like, one thing I love about features, I know I'm jumping all over the place, but I hope this all kind of ties in. But one thing I love about features, when you're working with someone and you guys are listening to the same beat, but you go in there and you do your thing and your homie goes in there and he does his thing or she right. does her thing. And it's like completely different stuff. And it's like, yo, you're awesome. How the fuck did you hear it like that? Like I heard it like this, like, but it's like that, that's the mysterious thing about music that I think keeps me there because it's like, I, I let go of that ideology of thinking that I was going to ever be like the best rapper ever like yeah. i want to be respected at what i do but i don't want to ever try to go after that if someone gives me that title that's cool but i don't want to try to go after that what i really want to try to go after is the understanding of like like i think little wayne did it when he went on that run and he was just on everyone's song but it sounded like a little wayne song every time he did it yeah it was like it's remarkable like he tapped into some yeah. yeah, it was like, I feel like it tapped into some type of like, because music is spiritual. And I feel like spiritually oh, yeah. he tapped into some type of like zone where it was like, you could hear a song and it would be someone else's song. As soon as Wayne got on there, you forgot they were even on a song. Yeah. And that's the the thing I'm chasing, I guess. Like that that ability to be awesome when you don't know what you're going to say next. Yeah. Like you ever sat down and you're preparing yourself to write and you have no idea what you're about to say next, but it just starts coming. I just had that the last 24 hours when I had a first for skill with skills. Sorry, send me this beat. <laughs> no, yeah, man. No, dude, I resonate with everything you're saying. It's are you, what's your, I don't know if you, I don't know if you do zodiac signs, but what's your, what's your zodiac sign? Do you know? I'm a tourist. Oh, okay. Okay. My, my wife's sister's a, is a Taurus. Um, and then my nephew's a Taurus. Um, yeah, man, you, you, you're, what you're saying resonates, resonates heavy, heavy with me, man. As far as the, the last thing that you're referring to. Yeah, I've had, I, I've recently have had that. And I feel like a lot of it is, you know, I, sometimes I just have to like, I really respond. I, my, when I write, I really have to listen to music is really like the feel for me. So like whatever I'm writing on, 
I really have to listen to it and kind of like encapsulate it because that paints a picture for me. I'm a very visual person. So like when it comes to, I'm a visual person, but I can create visuals in my brain through like, through like reading or through listening to music. Like I'm the guy who I'm the guy where like, if I hear some type of music, I can hear, I can see a scene in my head and that helps me write what I'm trying to write for X, X, Y, Z thing, you know? Um, but yeah, there's, there's, there's something, there's, it's just, it's definitely, a, it's definitely a special thing. You know, I feel the same way when I'm like making music, if I'm playing guitar or something, or if I hear something, you know, I used to, I used to just play my own guitar lines on songs that already have been made, you know, just because I hear something, I hear something that could be added here, even though it's not there in the final recording, you know? So there's there's a special nature to that and what you were saying before as far as um you know feeling as if something is waiting for you that's something i i i i resonated with too when you said that and sometimes i feel like it takes i don't know i feel like sometimes i, I feel like i've taken a lot of time working on stuff and, and sometimes it sometimes it even takes it sometimes it even involves like traveling I feel like traveling has helped. I think my wife has kind of like bestowed this upon me. She's a huge traveling person. That's her. I make music. She likes to travel and experience new places. And um, I've traveled more since I've been with her, but I feel like that is, that has kind of helped too with my mind state. You know, even if, even if it's not outside of the country, if it's just like somewhere like, like even like, I, the last state we went to was Washington because that's where our sister lives now. But just like being around trees and like the lake and stuff like that, just it really, it's really like brain food. You know what I mean? Like it really, it really, you, you tap into something different when you're in a different type of terrain and landscape, you know? So yeah, sometimes, sometimes seeing something new can help, help you discover what's waiting for you in a sense, you know? But great points did you have anything to add skills yeah skills are quiet i mean I'm... skills hey, like yo, yo I, man i'm just trying I, to get this album done <laughs> no i've i've been trying to interject bro my man's my man's bright was going for the kills uh, <laughs> so old jokes aside i think that i'm the type of person or at least from what I've experienced, at least when it comes to dealing with me, I think that it takes an artist to understand an artist. So, like, I've had relationships with people who, who don't do music, but those don't really go as well because it's not like they're going to understand the amount of time and passion and effort that I have to put into this. Like, I'll have time for you, but at the same time, this is not a hobby for me. Like, like being an MC and being a mu musician, period, is so much in time with who I am as an individual. You feel me? Like this is one of my main sources of income. So I don't have time to play around when it comes to this music shit. Like, like dope would tell you, like I practice all the time. You feel me? So if I'm not recording, I'm writing. If I'm not recording, I mean, if I'm not writing, I'm practicing. Like I'll, there's a lot that goes into this in this brain that we're currently building. You feel me? But yeah. um, as far as like, it was so many different points, bro. I really don't, I don't fully remember. Like, what was the last? 
But again, man, like, I definitely think that compromise is important. I think that everybody needs an outlet. Yeah. 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 Yeah, man. It's crazy stuff. And it, it's, 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 yeah, I feel like, cause like once you, I feel like once like there's, there's these other responsibilities that someone has, you know, where like, say you have a partner, you know, and you have to, that's a whole other thing as far as like not relying on them in a sense, but just more so like, you know, and maybe not being responsible for them either, but just where it's just, it's a whole other thing that you have to, you know, uh, have attention towards, you know, and whatnot. It definitely is. I feel like it changes an artist, you know what I mean? And sometimes it can be a path of like, is this what I want to do? <laughs> you know, and some people, they just can't, you know, and some people, they, they, they figure it out. And, you know, cause it, cause I feel like there's a sacrifice involved with that, you know, where it's like, sometimes you have to be, sometimes I feel like you have to be okay. Not, not pursuing like your full potential if you have a significant other like at least that's just what i think and being okay with it and just being focusing on being the best you versus being the best potential of you if that makes any sense you know and and and, and i feel and like you said i think being an artist an artist would understand that but someone who's not an artist can see that as very offensive. <laughs> you know, that, that's why I was mentioning Whiplash as far as like, you know, he might have made, he might have not, the, the, the character in the movie who's the drummer, you know, uh, he, he might not have made the best decision, but being an artist, it's like, you kind of understand what he's talking about when like, you know, the person, the other person watching would be like, that's fucked up that he did that. And then you're thinking, yeah, but. You kind of understand where he's coming from, you know what I mean? So, but yeah, yeah. So why exactly did he break up with him? Uh, because he wanted to be the best drummer that he could be. Because his, I mean his his uh his his uh, teacher in the in the um, in the uh, there's a specific ter- there's a specific term, but I'll just say music school. Um, cause I forgot what the term was, but I mean, he was kind of, I mean, he, the, the guy was literally like, like verbally abusive, you know, and just like, just, just really talking awful to all these musicians, you know, these kids in this college. Um, but just really pressing and challenging all of them in a very toxic way. But that gate that was giving him fuel to want to be the best drummer that he could be and get these songs down and to, to put himself in a position where he is the shit you know and he gets respected for that in a world where you know outside of those walls people are like you know oh you're gonna go play drums today you know so he didn't want any distractions and he said i like i don't have time for you basically he's like i want to do this i want to be the best you know and and she's like so there's no there's no room for me and he was like sorry you know what i mean and then eventually she found somebody (laughs) you know what i mean so it's just like that road that he took you know, of wanting to be the best, and I, and just if you haven't seen if you have if you haven't seen Whiplash, I highly encourage it. I just think it's such a great film. No, I'm gonna check it out. I've never yeah. heard of it before this conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's great. But yeah, man, definitely. 
see. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Okay. I plugged in an adapter, so I didn't I didn't know if it worked or not. <laughs> so but yeah. What's what so what's going on with you, Dope Soul, as far as like anything else going on? It's been a while since you've been on. He's probably doing something right now. Yeah, yeah. But but another thing, when he said that he wants to be, um, he like if somebody declares him a goat in their opinion, that's fine. But that's not necessarily what he wants to be. Like, I don't know, man. I feel like my position and the way that I approach this shit is because it's not like I'm not in a position where I can just focus on just being an artist like i run the business also you feel me so yeah which is not bad like, i'm not complaining you feel me but at the same time it's like i i don't know it's really hard to to explain and to put into words but i do want to be like i remember we were talking about this last week i was like i feel like yo a pokemon you feel me you know, like, you know the song, like, I want to be the very best, you feel me? Like, <laughs> the best that ever was? <laughs> yeah, the best that ever was, yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah. But no bullshit, man, I feel like we have opportunities to be one of the best, if not the best, hip-hop group to ever come out of Baltimore City, and whatever that entails, like, just got to make that a reality, like, I'm like the nigga off Pinky and the Brain, every day I wake up contemplating world domination right no punishment. <laughs> dude you have to write a pinky in the brain bar <laughs> because right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I i had a i i put a bar in frames where like these rappers are pinky to my brain like that was pinky in brain bar <laughs> no that's hard yeah, yeah. no like, yeah man aside, like i just immediately is just improving you know like living situations shit like that dropping this these albums like there's clearly a fan base for what we do now is how do we get that to the people who want it right you know what i mean but i don't let fear doubt no shit like that i don't let that into my mind you feel me like there's always a possibility but i don't like to speak shit like that into existence like it doesn't yeah. even that shit don't really cross my mind. And that's probably because of the age I am. You feel me? Yeah. But. Yeah. I think it's just one of those things, man, where it's like, if you want something, if you're, if you, if you are hungry to get to, to get, you know, to reach a certain level, I feel like you, you can really, you can really get there. 